local kids, local schools. John Logan's School of Thought. Good afternoon and welcome to School of Thought. This week, the kids from Lawara Catholic Primary School in Greenwood. And it's good afternoon to Aidan, Cooper, Grace, Sarah and Brianna. Hi guys. Hi. Now before we get started this afternoon on School of Thought, I'd like to ask you all the same question to get you talking. That question is, what one thing to you is most special about Lawara Catholic Primary School? Brianna? The people there and like making lots of new friends. How about you, Sarah? Probably the teachers and how they teach. Grace? How everyone is like really welcoming. Cooper? Everybody's nice to each other. And you, Aidan? Um, the teachers are really kind and helpful. Now, boys, Aidan and Cooper, I understand that Aussie Rules is also very special to you. What is it about Aussie Rules that you particularly like? Aussie Rules or AFL, as you kids call it these days. Is it watching footy? Is it playing footy? What is it about the game that excites you? Probably kicking to your teammates that are on your team and tackling the other team. And having fun with all your teammates. And, yeah. So it's all about team building, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So doing things together? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Does it matter so much whether you win or lose? No. Not really, not at no. your stage of life? No. no. You just do your best, do you? Yes. When did you actually get started in Aussie Rules? When did you first pull on the boots? When I, when I was in kindy. How about you, Aiden? When I was in year four, I think. Have you actually played Auskick? No, I haven't played Auskick. I have played Auskick. Who for? Tell me about it. A Sorrento. Okay, Sorrento. And you're still playing footy for Sorrento uh, Football Club. I understand you told me that off air before we came into the studio, didn't you? Yeah. So what year do you play in? What sort of comp do you play in? Year six. Can you see yourself playing alongside of this chap, Cooper? Yeah, I think probably Cooper's probably one of the best players in the team. Oh, God, you're going to be his friend forever, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) So let's look at favourite teams and favourite players, boys. Aidan, who's your favourite player? Um, How about team? Have you got a favourite team? um, Yeah, the Eagles. The Eagles, okay. Now, Cooper's going to tell me that he barracks for the Dockers, is that right? Yes. Oh, you don't really, seriously. I do. You barrack for the Dockers. We've actually got a Fremantle fan in Perth at the radio station. That's pretty incredible, isn't it? Yep. These days, not in my day, but these days, the girls and the boys can play footy. There's lots of different games that both the sexes play, both the genders. You know, the boys can play netball too if they like. The boys can play all sorts of games that the girls used to play when I was a kid. Um, So things have really changed from the days when I was very young. And that was many, many years ago. I can tell you that. It was a long time ago when I was young. Do you encourage the girls to play um, at Lawara Catholic Primary School, Aidan? Yeah, I think it's good that everyone gets like to have fun and with the sports that they love. How about you, Cooper? Uh, yeah, I reckon that it's good so the girls can have a chance of playing football as well. well. Let's bring the girls into this conversation, Sarah and Grace and Brianna. Have you tried out footy? Yeah, I actually play footy. You actually play footy? Okay, yeah. tell us about it. Um, I used to play in boys, but now I just play in girls. Okay, so now you're playing in a girls' team. Is that a community footy team? It's the same club for Cooper, Sorrento. Oh, really? So Sorrento Footy Club. Okay, so they've got the girls and the boys playing together. What do you like about footy? It's probably, like, it teaches you, like, communication and teamwork. Good thing about teamwork. How about that, Brianna? Do you agree with that? Have you, have, have you given it a go? Um, I've never considered playing, but um, 
I would like to like maybe learn the skills, and I do think that teamwork is a big part of footy. Okay, you know, you've been very, very quiet. Please step up to the plate. <laughs> um, I haven't played footy yet, and I have kind of considered it, but I haven't really tried that much and like Brianna said I would like to like know the skills and like know how to play. Well the Eagles and the Dockers we were talking about earlier were mostly talking about the Eagles and Dockers men's teams but of course they've got women's teams and I see where the AFLW teams all clubs are going to have AFLW teams by 2023 that's a decision of the AFL commission do you think having a women's team in an AFL situation, do you think that encourages more girls to play? Um, yeah, because like it shows that girls can play any sport, not just boys. Um, I think it would be good because it can show that girls can do anything guys can do. Yeah, I think it's good because, like Brianna said, it's good to, like, like, girls can do what guys can do. It's not just, like, a sport for boys. Now, you brought up the subject of teamwork. Do you think it makes you a better person, not only on the field but off the field, if you play uh, footy? Yeah, definitely. Like, communication and teamwork is a big part. Um, Teamwork is a big part because in school there's also a lot of teamwork. Like, when the teachers are teaching something, you have to be quiet and you have to, like, learn to learn. Teamwork is a big part as well because teamwork and like communication like brings people together to like agree on things. Do you have a a favourite team girls? A favourite AFLW team? Um mine is probably the Eagles. 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 How about a favourite AFLW player? Do you have one of those? I don't know many of the girls actually but we've seen them play and I've for our football club, we've actually like met a couple of them. Do you think it's important for star footballers, whether they are men or women, to be good role models off the field? Yeah, because it can like display that um, good players are good people off the field as well on. It shows that like they show the real them off camera, on camera, themselves off field, on field. It like makes like people be like really like nice and not just like good on the camera but good like off the camera in like your real life. Back to you boys, Aidan and Cooper, what do you think about star players and their behaviour off the field? Is that really important? Is it important that they do the right thing? Uh, yes because if they want to keep on, if they want to keep on playing football they need to do what they on what they do on the field off the field. Cooper, is there somebody who inspires you? Nat Fife. Nat Fife. I thought you might say that. He's a fantastic guy off the field as well as on the field. So, yeah, a champion in many ways. Can you see yourself playing AFL footy at some particular time? I mean in the AFL competition with the big boys? Um, yeah, I reckon I will. Well, Aidan said you're one of the best players now, so you've got the ingredients perhaps there to get started and move on to the big time at uh, some particular stage. Requires a lot of dedication, but doesn't it, Aidan? Yeah, definitely. Like, you would have to... That would probably be your main time job and you'd have to practice quite a lot. And of course then there's a diet and everything else that comes alongside of it and there's a few sacrifices that have to be made along the way. We're going to slip into a break and uh, I believe Huey Lewis and the News is one of your favourites, Cooper. Ah, uh, yeah. Power of love. It's students having their say. John Logan's School of Thought. 
Here's this week's students on John Logan's School of Thought. Welcome back to School of Thought. I'm joined this afternoon by five fabulous students from the Lawara Catholic Primary School in Greenwood. Cooper and Aidan, Sarah, Brianna and Grace. Now, Grace, this afternoon you want to talk about flamingos. What is it about flamingos that you find so interesting? Well, there's just not many people know much about flamingos and they're just kind of interesting, like, what they eat and, like, what they do on, like, the daily basis. I understand one of the things that actually creates their colour in their feathers has got to do with what they eat. Is that right? Yeah, it's this red and orange pigment that they find in their food, which is called beta-carotene, and I think it's in, like, their diet of, like, shrimp and, like, algae. Whereabouts in the world do you find flamingos? Uh, well, you can find them in America and I'm pretty sure the Middle East, maybe. Now, they aren't native to Australia. So what is it about flamingos that got you interested in them? I understand you actually did a project at school. Is, is that your starting point? Yeah, it pretty much was because I didn't know much about them before I did like research about them. There's all sorts of different species, isn't there, of flamingos? Yeah. Okay, and of course, they love to dance. I think I told you that, um, that they'd love to dance, because I've been Googling flamingos. I thought it was really interesting that you actually picked flamingos to talk about them, given that there's none actually in Australia at all now. There used to be one in a zoo in Adelaide, would you believe, and it died about three years ago, which is really sad. Would you like to see flamingos in zoos locally? Um, yes, I'm pretty sure I would like them. I would like to see them in like zoos, because they are pretty interesting, and I think Lots of people don't know much about them, so it would be good to, like, figure new things out. Do you share your passion uh, for flamingos with family and friends? Well, sometimes I give, like, my family some, like, facts about flamingos, and there is this one friend at school who also really likes flamingos like me. Is that right? And why does he or she like flamingos? Um, I think she was also really interested in them, and I didn't actually know she liked them until she told me. Getting back to that topic that you decided to pick up at school, how did you go in terms of it? Did you get an A plus? Uh, well, it was in Extended where I had to like do research about them and like show it to like this school. And I'm pretty sure I did quite well, but I don't really think we got graded on it. So you love flamingos. How about other wildlife? Are you interested in them? Um, well, I'm interested in, like, I think birds that live in like the most like cold places but sometimes sunny it's because I'm kind of interested in like big type species of birds like pelicans and penguins. Would you one day like to take up a career perhaps uh, working with wildlife? Uh, yeah I think it would be nice because I really do like the wildlife. Let's go around the room. Sarah what do you think about wildlife? Do they interest you? Um, yeah, they're pretty interesting, like you can learn new facts and new animals. What sorts of wildlife in particular? Particularly at school I've done research on koalas. Koalas, okay. Well of course koalas are something we have seen a bit about in this country, haven't we? What do you think is really special about a koala? So, some of the research I've done, it's said that like koalas look really, really cuddly and you just want to cuddle them and touch them, but they're actually like quite fierce. They can be dangerous. <laughs> That's right. Some things that are beautiful can be dangerous. I'll give you the tip right now while you're young. If you can keep that one in mind, probably help you as you make your way through life. 
Let's go to Brianna. Brianna, tell me, what do you think about wildlife? You interested in in wildlife? Yeah, I think animals are very interesting. Um, and I've done some research on hyenas a few years ago. How about the boys? Boys? Um, I like, I've done research on horses. They're pretty interesting. You're talking about wild horses, are you, Cooper? Yeah. Aiden, how about you, mate? Yeah, I think um, wildlife, it's really like beautiful to look at and it's really good to learn about because there's a lot of things that you know and more things that you don't know. Should we be doing more to protect wildlife? Let's start with you, Grace. Uh, yeah, I think so because many species of animals are like endangered and like are like losing population. So I think it would be better if we like cared more for wildlife. How about you, Sarah? Um, yeah, like Grace said, there's lots of animals that are endangered and we can do probably a lot to help them. And Brianna and boys, do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree that yeah. we have to help animals. Have you thought about the ways you might be able to help them? Yeah, I think probably like maybe in the future or soon we can actually go out and help animals with like if they're injured and like on safaris and things. And do you think an education program is the way to go to educate people about the importance of animals on the planet? Yeah, I think um, because nowadays people don't really get like the newspaper and things where all the different like ads and news used to be on everyone just like watches the news on tv and if like i don't know an ad came up to say like save for the wildlife or something because they're endangered i think people would want to go out and help them yeah i reckon what aiden said is what that we should do to help animals go out in the wild and see help them if they're injured and yeah because i know that water pollution is a really big thing so like less single-use plastic and like maybe reducing the amount of landfill we use um would be a really big way to help not just sea animals but animals all around the world yeah like if you see an injured animal or and and like say a turtle on the shore with some rubbish on it you can maybe like cut it or if it's an injured animal maybe call a vet i think like like what sarah said like if there's like injured animals and that we should like care more and like do more like not maybe like cut down their habitat and like care for them more and take notice okay and here's a question for all of you tough one this one this is going to get you thinking. If you could shut all of the zoos, okay, and let all the animals run free, would you do that? Um, I don't think I really would because, like, there might be some injured animals and they might know, not know how to, like, survive in the wildlife. I think it's a yes and a no, but more to a no because, like Sarah said, some animals can be endangered and some might, like how they've been like in a cage for so long that it might be like kind of like different for them yeah i think probably same points as sarah and grace but i think maybe i would shut all the zoos down and let most of the animal animals run free because that would like help wildlife grow and it might be like a wrong choice but it's a risk 
I take your point, Aidan, but how about the people who breed animals in zoos? Do you think those animals should be let free too? I would say, um, like, it sort of depends on the animal. If they're breeding a, like, bird, then maybe not, because the bird has got to at least learn to fly before it can actually go out, otherwise it will be eaten. Uh, I would not shut down zoos because when the animals have been kept up in the cage for so long and they go out into the wild, they wouldn't know. They would think that they're still cooped up, but they're really not. They're out in the wild. I, like, if there would be... There's a difference between them being, like, treated badly, then, yes, I would consider letting them go run free in the wild. But, um, no, because they've been, like fed and they're used to that so if you let them out in the wild they're kind of like all on their own. Well I've gone from flamingos of course to other sorts of animals, native animals and we've also gone to just generally speaking about wildlife and it's a fascinating topic um, guys. I hope that you do take on board how important wildlife really is as you grow older. Um, Back to you Grace, now I know you love this song, it's Wham, tell us about it, let's fly into it. I love Wham and this is Wake Me Up Before You Go Go.
It's students having their say. John Logan's School of Thought. Let's get musical on School of Thought as we welcome back the kids from Lawara Catholic Primary School in Greenwood. Sarah, I understand that you're particularly keen to chat about the guitar. Okay, it's a musical instrument that brings lots of joys to lots of people. How old were you when you got started on the guitar and why did you get started? Um, so I probably got started because I saw my brother's guitar and I just started making up songs and playing it. Your brother? How old's your brother? Um, he's 20. He's 20, okay. So all <laughs> you kids are 11, okay. So you've got an older brother who plays the guitar. Is he any good? Um, yeah, he's pretty good. Right now he's learning electric, but he used to play acoustic. How about you? Who's teaching you to play the guitar? I know you can have teachers at school, you can get private lessons, you can go online. How are you learning? Yeah, so I learned from school, but when schools went into lockdown, I found like online classes pretty hard for guitar. There's lots of different ways, as I said, to learn guitar. Do you think face-to-face is the best way about with a teacher? Um, yeah, because it's much easier to see. Like There might be glitches in the call or whatever. Do you have private lessons as well as the lessons you get at school? Um, I only get lessons from school. And you started playing quite young. How old, old were you again when you started playing the guitar? Um, roughly I was in year three. Lots of different guitars out there. Tell us about some of them and tell us about the one that you play. Uh, so I play acoustic. It has six um, strings. It has three low ones and three quite high strings. How about the other sorts of guitars out there? Tell us um, about some of those. There's bass, which is has four strings. Um, we have like a rock band in school and we use a bass guitar for one of the songs and it's quite low. But as I said, my brother plays electric, which is like quite high. Did your brother actually help you with a guitar? Um, he played acoustic a long, long time ago, but so he can't really help me because he's forgotten some of the things. Do you find it challenging playing the guitar? I mean, there's all those different chords. Um, some can be hard to forget, but then some are like, like hard to do, but then some are like really easy. So do you try with different sorts of songs? Um, yeah, I do. You got any favourites? Probably one that I'm learning right now, two that I'm learning right now, my favourites, which is Stand By Me and Blackbird. Okay, Blackbird, Stand By Me. Okay, and you've got uh, some great teachers at school? Um, yeah. You want to shout out to them? Um, my guitar teacher is Mr Fernandez. Mr Fernandez. Remember that one. I'm completely not musical, by the way, Sarah. You know, if I was singing at mass, like, you know, a father would ask me to leave. He would because all his parishioners would leave if I continue to sing. That's how good I am. As for playing a guitar or any sort of musical instrument, no idea at all. So I'm really fascinated to hear about people who are so talented in this area. What about you other guys? I know, I know Brianna, um, of course, um, Grace, uh, Aiden, Cooper. You have your own interests in music. How about a musical in- instrument that you play, Brianna? Um, at school, I'm actually learning to play the piano. Why do you like the piano? Um, I like it because um, it is a classical like instrument, but you can, like, if you had a keyboard, you could like adjust the settings and you can make like rock songs out of it and yeah. Grace, let's turn to you. What do you think about musical instruments? Have you got a favourite? 
Um, well, I don't really have a favourite because I don't really know much about musical instruments because I haven't um, played like one like majorly in my life except I think it was in year three the school did recorder and then I think it was in year four we did ukulele. How about you boys? Would you like to learn to play the guitar or another musical instrument? Aiden? Um, well, I actually play the guitar at school. I just started this year and, yeah, it's quite a fun instrument to learn. Cooper? Well, I play the drums at school and it's really fun because it's not, like, it's not, it's just fun to learn. Now, is Aiden any good at the guitar? Yes. Yeah, he's really good. What have you got to say about that, Aiden? Um, thanks, you guys, but um, I've heard you two as well and Kupo as well, and you're all really good, and yeah. Okay, that seems like you're very diplomatic, and you may be a politician one day, Aiden. You just never know <laughs> the way you're going through things, mate. <laughs> Sarah, have you thought about a career, uh, maybe as a musician? Um, yeah, I have thought about it, but I don't really know. Like, I feel like I, w- I like it as a hobby so far, so I might do it in the future as a career. One thing I do know, you love this next song, don't you? Um, yeah. Well, let's get it underway. Let's slip into Aha! And what is it called? Take On Me. Local kids, local schools. John Logan's School of Thought.
local students their views. John Logan's School of Thought. Well, we've had a mixed bag of topics on School of Thought today. We've been talking Aussie rules about flamingos and wildlife and about the magic music from guitars. To round off, let's put on our dancing shoes. Brianna, how are you going? Uh, yeah, I'm good. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Not much of a dancer, not like you. I believe you actually take dancing lessons. Uh, yeah, I do. I go to Dance Etc. in Balcatta. How long have you been dancing for? Um, I've been dancing since I was three. Since you were three. Any good? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Has anybody told you that you're any good? Yeah. Well, that's usually the start of it. <laughs> it's usually the start of it. Let's look at the history of dancing. You've been studying the history of dance going back to 3300 BC. Tell us a little bit about why and how as people we got dancing. I, I understand the first records of dancing date back to the Indians and Egyptians in 3300 BC. Is that right? Uh, yes. That well, is. tell us a little bit about the history. So it was in 3300 BC. That's when they, like, not really founded it, but they kind of, like, developed it over time. And they didn't use it like as much as we do today, but they used it for, like, their spiritual gatherings, religious ceremonies, and um, the, those kind of gatherings. So they claim they actually found a dance, but that's not really true, is it? They actually developed it going forward. Uh, that's what your note said. Yeah. It's sort of interesting that you said that. I'm not quite sure what you meant by that. Would you like to expand on that? The Indians and Egyptians developed dance over time. They claim they founded it, but it wasn't really founded. It was mostly developed over the years. And today, like, we have different styles of dance that we do, like ballet, and we have, like, contemporary, modern and jazz. In countries like Spain, they have the flamenco. Yeah. Guess where the flamenco came from? Spain. Yeah, but where did it come from? It came from a bird. The yeah. flamingo it came yeah. from. That's right, because the courtship dance of the flamingos, the Spaniards decided these birds are pretty cool. We can learn something from these birds. And then they started the flamenco. Yeah. And it's a really popular dance in Spain. So that maybe the Indians and the Egyptians, maybe that's where they started out in the first place too. Yeah. Quite possible. Mm. They learnt from the animals. Yeah, maybe. But I do know that the Indians, um, they would dance in, the, in temples that they had in their areas. So a lot of it's spiritual, ritual, yeah. that sort of stuff. As, as, we, as we go forward, dance has changed a lot. So do you want to just actually step us forward a bit at a time, some of the things that have actually happened, the significant things of dance? So I don't really know, like, the significance of dance. I'm pretty sure that it's, like, meant to bring joy and happiness to people as well as, like, for their entertainment and for the, like, ancient, like, Egyptians and um, Indians. But it's changed over time, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it has. So what has influenced uh, dance? Has it been music? I think so. Like, most dancers can tell a story, like, contemporary. And then ballet, there's been, like, they've re, like, invented the Swan Lake dance and they've, they're the West Australian Ballet have done, like, Alice in Wonderland, Sleeping Beauty, and they kind of, like, expressed it. All sorts of other dances as well that we have. Uh, of course, we have, um, is it called uh, break dance? Uh, yes, that can be coordinated with hip-hop, which is another style of dance. Let's go around the room. Okay, start with you, Cooper. Um, you got your dancing boots on? Uh, I, like, I like watching videos about break dancing because it looks like a fun kind of dancing. Okay, Grace, what do you think about dance? Are there any particular dances that you like? I think ballet is really like satisfying to watch. 
and like hip hop and like break dance. Like really, it looks like it gets you moving and it looks like really fun. Sarah? Probably the one I like most would be hip hop because I thought it, it looks really fun and yeah. Aiden, do you learn how to dance? Yeah, I did acro for two years. What's that, that all about, mate? Acro is all about like flips and cartwheels and it was it's all quite fun to do. That's a different style of dance altogether, of course. That's not one that I've even heard of, to be honest with you kids. How about coming back to you? Um, you're the star of this show. Tell us about it then. Um, so acro is basically a mix of like tricks and flips. It's like um, they incorporate acrobatics into dancing. So you need to be really light on your feet, do you? Yeah, you need to be light on your feet and like really flexible. How about the dances that tell stories about Indigenous peoples our indigenous peoples like Aboriginal people. Do you know any of those? Um, I don't know a lot, but I have heard like Dreamtime stories um, and like the Blue Mountains, like the story of the Three Sisters. And I know that like the indigenous people did use dance to like express their stories. Cooper, you look uh, completely bemused, a bit like me. Have you got two left feet, have you? Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, right. So dance <laughs> yeah. is not your thing. You'd rather stick to the footy? Uh, yeah, I'd rather stick to football. How important is dance to you kids? I'm pretty sure you have like a graduation ball or something like a, a disco or something, do you? In year six, we do ballroom dancing at some stage. So would you rather do ballroom dancing or would you rather swing your hips to some sort of pop or rock? Um, I'd rather make up our own dance to like music that we prefer. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> to you, Grace, what do you think about that? Um, I think it would be like good to like dance like songs we know because ballroom dancing is like slow dancing and I don't really like slow dancing that much so I think like maybe more pop songs. I agree with Brianna because I'd probably be more comfortable like dancing with my friends. I think maybe that it's probably a good idea to do ballroom dancing because it's like something that most people don't want to do and you don't really know how to do and it'll be a fun learning experience. Given what you've just told me, does that mean we should cancel the disco? No, I don't think. But it's good that like people can have their own style and like feel free. Yeah, like what Brianna said, it's good that people can feel free for what dance they want to do. Dance brings us together, doesn't it? It's a form of socialising. It's just what we do as people so that we can love each other and grow together as people. We're just about out of time, guys, but one of the things we do on this program is at the very end of it, I like to give you an opportunity to shout out to somebody special, and I'm going to start in the corner, and of course I'll start with Grace. To my old Matrix teacher, Mrs Glenister, who really inspired me and helped me like learn all about flamingos. Sarah? Um, to my guitar teacher, Mr Fernandez, for teaching me guitar. Aidan, who would you like to say hello to? Uh, the Year 6... The whole class of year six, um, yeah, good. We're good. All good friends. Cooper. Um, my football coach, my old football coach, Matt Johnston. And for the last word, Brianna. Um, all of my dance teachers at Dance Etc. Well, thank you, Cooper. Thank you, Brianna. Thank you, Grace. Thank you, Aiden and Sarah for being on the program on School of Thought this afternoon. You're the stars of School of Thought. This program is about what matters to you. It's been an absolute blessing having you on School of Thought. Take care. God bless. Mm-hmm.
Thanks for joining us on School of Thought.